Hi, I'm Terry Robinson, Executive Editor at SC Media, and this morning I have with me Tom Patterson. He's the Chief Trust Officer at Unisys. Hey, Tom. Hey, really good to be here again with you, Terry. It's uh, it's always good to catch up with you. We have perspective on the security industry, don't we? We absolutely have perspective, and we're going to share that today, aren't we? <laughs> That's the plan. Okay, so let's get to it. Um, you know, there are a few things I really love to talk to you about, but let's start with trust. Uh, That's right there in your title, Chief Trust Officer. So in, in today's terms, what, is, what does trust uh, mean, and how has it evolved? Yeah, well, I think the first time uh, that you interviewed me, um, was right when I joined Unisys as their chief trust officer. And it's uh, it's definitely, it wasn't five years ago, it was an avant-garde title. And now I'm proud to say that uh, there are hundreds of chief trust officers around the world. Unisys was one of the first big companies to, to go that direction. But it's really, we view it as the natural evolution of a chief information security officer. It's an understanding and a recognition that security these days, cybersecurity these days, it's more than just bits and bytes. It's business and dollars and bottom lines. And unless you are in the boardroom, unless you're with the C-suite, unless you're working in cognizant and involved in the day-to-day operations of the overall company, it's really hard to address security fully uh, with just the bits and bytes. So uh, a chief trust officer gets to be involved, and it's it's a wonderful job. And I encourage uh, people that are chief security officers that want to keep growing their career to look at growing into this type of a role, because you really do get to branch out and, and really help organization. So security is not just a negative, how much does it cost and you know what did you stop today, uh, but it's really a positive. How does it help you grow your business? And engendering trust is one of the most important things. And you see it at trade shows, you see all these, there's how many tens of thousands of security products out there and service offerings out there. You know, choosing which one to, to go with, maybe it's price and, and maybe it's the actual you know, performance of the, of the widget. But in many cases, you're choosing who you want to trust, who you're going to let in to your circle that's going to help defend your brand over time. And making that choice uh, really is something that's conscious. And so trust becomes something that you have to earn, that you have to maintain. You really have to work at from the top all the way down. At Unisys, you know, I, I brief the board of directors. I work directly with the senior executive team. I go out and work with the teams that are developing the business and then are building our new product suites so that we make sure that in everything we do, uh, we are focused on engendering trust and, and maintaining that with our uh, stakeholders around the world. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I hear it, the term more and more, and I, I know maybe it means different things to different people, but it seems to me that trust has grown to be a, a huge aspect of, you know, of security. Um, it'll be interesting to see next year when we speak, <laughs> we can talk uh, about its its uh, evolution as well. It also seems to me that. Um, you know, we we talked about this a little bit earlier, um, and maybe trust plays into this too, and helping uh, companies develop a, a, a certain resilience. I mean, that's another right. word that you hear a lot. That's another buzzword, but it has deep meaning. Resilience is, is absolutely it's it's way more than a buzzword, and it's it's really one of the core fundamental things uh, that changes around the security and the cybersecurity business. Uh, it is underlying uh, so much in terms of what's going on in the world. It's what's going on in, in corporations around the world, in governments around the world, and in the, uh, the cyber norms that are evolving. The problem with security is you won't win. Uh, you can never be 100% secure. If you're so secure, then nothing's going to happen. So if you aim for security, you're aiming to fail. And who likes to, 
who likes to fail? Nobody <laughs> likes to fail. Companies don't like to employ failures, and uh, you know, no one likes to work in a, in a business where where you're not going to win. But if you aim for resilience, you can absolutely win, and that's what companies really want. That's what governments need for stability is resilience. So you can take a punch, but you keep on going. And that's really the fundamental process that we've been uh, really pushing for the last three or four years uh, here at Unisys, but also in some of the international programs I'm working on. It was just at Davos talking about resilience, which was a huge effort uh, to, to go worldwide. Uh, but you focus there on being able to be hit. You're going to, someone in your organization will do something stupid. They'll click on the wrong thing. They'll, you know, pick up the thumb drive and stick it in. They'll, they'll do something or they'll just be, you know, tricked so beautifully through no fault of their own. Right. But somebody will, will let something in. Now, the problem is, in many cases, if you remember the ransomware uh, attacks from a couple of years ago that took down really major global companies, it wasn't that the ransomware was so sophisticated and, or that it got in, it's that it was able to spread right. laterally throughout. Mm -hmm. So w one of the big ways you make yourself more resilient is you assume it will get in. So if you assume it will get in, then what? And so you set up your network in segments so that it can be attacked in one segment. Maybe the, the HR recruiting platform will go down for a week, which is bad. <laughs> but the oil keeps bumping and the ships keep shipping and the money keeps flowing and because it didn't spread to the rest of the organization. That's the key fundamental process of resilience and that's really the new direction. And it's got to start in the C-suite. It's got to start at the top in the leadership. There has to be a change. You have to go to your chief security officer and say, I know we've been telling you to be secure, but you've been spending an awful lot of money and we're still at risk. And so let's be resilient. So let's make sure that when something happens, uh, we can withstand it. We're not the front page news. You know, we have this sort of always on mentality, which is what Unisys uses, that we're constantly looking, we're constantly assuming something's gotten in. How do we see it first? How do we react to it instantly? How do we really take charge of the resilience of our organization? Not only for us, but obviously we build a lot of critical infrastructure around the world. You know, for our clients, they need to keep the lights on. They need to keep the planes flying. So it's really important that resilience becomes the goal. Well, it's 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 a uh, it's brave too, isn't it? Because you're not you don't hide things. You have to you have to sort of draw them out and say this is what happened and this is how we responded and you know this is these are the steps that we've taken you know to protect. You're and absolutely safeguard. right. And 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 some you know old line companies are still fearful of saying, hey, this some you know such and such malware got got into us. Uh, but in reality, that's no longer a negative. That's actually seen as a positive. You report this, here's what we're doing about it. We have an incident response team. We have an incident response plan. We're going about it. We've segmented our network so that you know we've contained it. And the company, maybe there's a short-term blip in, in, in share price or something, but usually it's very short now. And companies are seen as leaders because they're out there reporting. Uh, Unisys was an early signatory to something called the Cyber Tech Alliance, which is a group of international companies that are just taking it upon themselves to step up the game in terms of reporting, step up the game in terms of making sure that our whole communities that we work in are safe and secure. And so one of the things we focused on for 2020 is bug reporting and incident reporting, make sure we get that information out quickly, we share it with our stakeholders, we share it with our clients, so that if they are at a different level of risk, we can work with them to mitigate it until everything's uh, fixed up and ready to go. And that's a new wave that's happening across the sector this year. That's great. I mean, it's 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 great to hear. You know, I I always think and we get a little philosophical. You and I sometimes yes, we, we do together, but I always think it's a good life lesson. Resilience, right? I mean, 
that's what you teach your children. It is. Um, it's not teaching them to be perfect. It's not teaching them to never make a mistake. It's teaching them to get back up, you know. Right. Well, there are themes at trade shows now where it's talking about, you know, you don't want to be in a loser uh, profession. You don't want to be in a profession that, that you're set up to fail. Uh, resilience changes that game. It changes the dynamics. And it's really something that I'd like to see every company, every country, every government really focus on resilience. That's what we care about in critical infrastructure. That's what we should care about in the bottom line of our organizations. Not stop everything, but just make sure it doesn't stop us. Great. That's, those are great words to, uh, to consider. Um, so we also talk when we're together about Augusta. Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Absolutely. Georgia. So uh, you just you just told me that the things that uh, we've been we talking talked about, about for, for, a for, for a couple of years. Yeah. So the things that we've been talking about happening in the future are now happening. So can you tell me a little bit? They update are. me on Augusta. You know, Augusta, Georgia is a great great small town in America, um, and uh, they had a whole lot going for them, but they also had high unemployment, uh, you know, four or five years ago. And so rather than just lament the fact, it really began working together with the cyber sector. So there is a, a big army base out there called Fort Gordon. So the Fort Gordon leadership team created the Fort Gordon Cyber District that encompassed the local governments, that encompassed the local businesses, the small businesses down to the hair salons and pet walkers, all the way up to the big tech companies like Unisys. Everybody got together and worked on training people. So there's great education, cyber education now. There's a whole, uh, Augusta University is now a great world-class cyber university, cyber-centric university in four-year colleges. They're opening up their first graduate program now. There's two-year colleges there. There's trade schools there. There's all sorts of growth opportunities for anybody to learn cyber and then go right into jobs. So it's become, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of investment have gone in that are purely cyber. Uh, there's all sorts of new jobs, there's new facilities, there's great new capabilities throughout the town. You walk into the town now, I had said uh, three years ago when I, I first got there, that soon cyber is going to give golf a run for its money in Augusta, Georgia, and they just laughed at me. Okay. Uh, but now every third person you meet on the street is affected directly by the cyber industry. It's a, it's a real renaissance story that's wonderful. I think that's like uh, amazing um, because, um, I, I, you know, and you know me, that I'm a softie at heart. <laughs> uh, one of the most touching things that uh, about the story of Augusta is the way you all worked with underserved communities and children. We, and gave them did. some hope. Oh, the, the, the children are, are just, I mean, they're great to work with in any sector, but to watch the children have no barriers to entry, to learn coding, to learn cybersecurity, to feel like they've got an opportunity to have a great career, even though they weren't otherwise exposed to it. These kids, you know, we, we start them at age six in some of the volunteer programs that run throughout Augusta now. Uh, at age six, they're writing full Python code scripts now. They're do making programs that do things. And yes, they're playing games and yes, they're they're making videos and, and making music with it, but they're doing it with code. So they're learning not only a way to get into the cyber business, but in anything you're gonna do, take a kid that, you know, it's a kid today, in 10 years, whatever job they have, it's gonna benefit for them to really understand the tech behind it. And so, yeah, absolutely in, in all the areas, um, and, and Augusta is a wonderfully diverse town. You know, everybody now has an opportunity. We call it K through gray, and everyone's <laughs> got a, a, an entry path into the cyber world. Well, it's, it's so it's it's practical, and it's um, it's uh, inspirational and aspirational. I think all three, which is lovely. Um, and you know, while I have you here to talk about mm -hmm. 
aspirational. Yeah. <laughs> the cyber moon shoot shot. for the moon. Let's go shoot for the moon. <laughs> yeah, well, you heard uh, uh, Director Krebs of, of Homeland Security uh, uh, talking about uh, let's shoot for the moon and, and really make a difference in cyber, and that's really what the White House's National Cyber Moonshot is is all about. So you know, we've been working on that so for the past two or three years uh, quietly. It's now really emerged, and uh, it's a holistic way to really make our our critical infrastructure in America safe and secure when it's on the internet. And we've set ourselves a goal of 10 years, so we're by 2028. And as crazy as that sounds, with the internet, it's wide open and there's all these risks and you can't change this and all this stuff. We've, we've worked up a way that if the whole of nation comes together, the whole of society gets together and follows these six basic principles, which call pillars, uh, we can, within a few short years, make the internet safe and secure. And it's not gonna be easy. We're gonna to have to change education, we're gonna to have to change behaviors, we're gonna to have to leverage this new technology like 4G, or sorry, 5G, and, and um, uh, Fourth Industrial Revolution, 4IR, and identity, and quantum, all these things that are coming anyway. If we harness them for good, we absolutely can make the internet safe and secure. And that's what the nationalcybermoonshot.org is all about. <laughs> and I encourage anybody that's interested uh, to, to join in. It's absolutely whole of society. Every, we want everyone's voice doing a big, uh, did a big show at, at RSA where we talked about the first grand challenges that we're issuing to the world to come up with ideas from all comers around how we solve some of the tougher problems out there. But this is something that the world needs, something America is leading with and wants to share around globally. So it's, it's really a wonderful project uh, to work on. And anybody that wants to get involved, ideas at nationalcybermoonshot.org, uh, we'll find a way to get you involved and, and uh, make use of, of your talents. That's great. Well, um, Tom, I wanna thank you for being here today. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I think you elevate the discussion and uh, much success in, in all of your efforts with trust and with the Cyber Moonshot. I look forward to hearing more about that. Well, thank you, Terry. And, and again, working with you over these years, you, you've seen it all, you do, you've done it all, and uh, it's great to keep up with you on a regular basis. Thank you. Okay, thanks. So, Terry Robinson with SC Media, uh, and, and I invite you to uh, check out the Cyber Moonshot. Is it nationalcybermoonshot.org? Okay, thank you.